So I'm not sure anybody's going to school today, but still, we're going to try this car line competition because it's not just kids that get a bunch out of it. It's also adults, right? I mean, who doesn't like winning some gift cards and sharing some love with somebody on the radio? So stick around. We'll get started coming up here at the top of the hour. In three, two, one. Give me the horn! That's how we start the car line competition. Your chance to win some gift cards. You know, I don't know if any school is going to school today that are actually in session because today's Veterans Day. A lot of people have the day off, but for those of you who are out there on the roadways and those of you listening to the radio, hey, why not keep this thing going? Sure, we're calling it the car line competition. Though there's no car line today, still going to have some fun. It's a trivia game. I'll ask you some questions. I'll ask you to give me a call. You give me a call, give me the correct answer first, and you're going to win three gift cards yeah, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. And there's no reason to be nervous because I take the phone calls while the music's playing. Then I go back and edit it and make you sound amazing on the radio. All right, sound good? Let's do this thing. Here it is, your first question of the car line competition. We're going to start with some math. What is six times 12? Is it 58, 60, 72, or 84? 256 is the number to call. Again, the question is this. What is 6 times 12? Is it 58, 60, 72, or 84? It's 256 I can't help but think about car payments whenever I multiply 12. How about you? <laughs> Here's Andrew Rip. Fill my cup right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. Good morning. How are you, Steven? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Awesome. You want to play a game? Sure. I'm assuming everybody's um, still asleep, sleeping in. Right? Yeah, but I knew there would be some people like you listening to the radio this morning. So I thought, hey... Let's go ahead and have some fun. So Awesome. Well, make me sound amazing. <laughs> All right. So here, I think of car payments whenever I think of multiplying 12s. And I'm glad that I learned that times table when I was a kid because it's come in handy. So here's your question. Yeah. All right. So what is 6 times 12? Is it 58, 60, 72, or 84? 72. Oh, you know what? What? Oh, my goodness. You're right. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to try to mess with you there. <laughs> that correct answer, you just won three gift cards. We want you to keep one, give two away to two very special people. Who are they going to be for you today? Awesome. My first one that I would like to give is to my husband, Todd. He is amazing. He's a super hard worker, and he just is my rock next to God. <laughs> wow. And the next one? The next one I would like to give to... My sister, Christy, she is always buying for all the nieces and nephews, and she's just got the biggest heart that of anybody I know. <laughs> awesome. Sounds like some pretty amazing people around you, and such a big yeah. heart sharing some love here on the radio. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. Hey, I played <laughs> Different Drum this morning, first song of the show, so... I must have been seeing my husband off because I'm like, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll tell you what. How about let's... Uh, I'm going to get you one of these other songs in here pretty soon. Either Move by Mercy Me or Smile by Kirk Franklin. Sound good? Awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> hey, thanks for being a fan of the show, and thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all you do. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Kim Smith, always good to hear from you, and uh, sharing the love with Todd and Christy on the radio. 
That's so cool. Hey, tell you what, I've got that request now. It's Mercy Me and Move. And don't worry, I'll have another chance to win some gift cards coming up very shortly. Right after this, in fact. So take a listen to this song and I'll be right back. I'm not about to give up because I heard you say there's gonna be brighter days. There's gonna be brighter days. Ooh, that puts some pep in your step. That's Mercy Me and Move right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Thanks, Kimberly, for requesting that song. All right, so I've got another question here on the car line competition. Do you have what it takes to win some gift cards this morning? Well, let's find out. We're going to take you to science class. Yeah. What's a female rabbit called? Is it a vixen, a ewe, a sow, or a doe? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what is a female rabbit called? Is it a vixen, a ewe, a sow, or a doe? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, more great music. Oh, I got a caller. I'm going to capture that call. Hey, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song. It's Maverick City Music and Gyra right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Good morning. Hello. Hey, who am I talking to? Shane Phillips. Shane, what's up, man? Hey, not much. Just out here in the shop working. All right, what you working on? I'm just trying to get my shop and my barn updated. I got you. Sounds good, man. Well, I hope everything goes well. Want to have a little fun this morning? Sure. You ever had rabbits before? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm, like as pets, or did you raise them for meat, or what was going on? When I was younger, we just had them for pets, but then I decided after I got older, I was going to have some for... For me, but then it got too overwhelming, so I got rid of that. I uh, gotcha. They multiply, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> when I was little, my Mimi, she used to keep rabbits in a cage, and they were um, above. So there was like this lean-to out behind her house, and she had the rabbits in cages up in the rafters of this lean-to, and she had yeah. worm beds underneath. So all the pellets uh-huh. would drop down into the worm beds, and she would sell yeah. fishing worms to people, and that's how she kept them fed. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right, so then you know the answer to this. What's a female rabbit called? Is it a vixen, a ewe, a sow, or a doe? Let's go with doe. Doe is correct. Congratulations. <laughs> you just won three gift cards, man. I knew you could do it. So I wonder, what two people are you going to give your extra two gift cards to? Well, actually, I... I'd just soon give them to any veteran that we can, you can come in contact with. Okay. Every one of them. Wow, that is awesome. Yes, I can totally do that. Man, thanks so much for calling me this morning, sharing the love like that. Do you have any people um, in the military in your family? I don't have any that's living other than my, my son. He graduated out of the boot camp. He went for the first, I think it was a five-year term. Yeah. But he never, he never was deployed or anything. Gotcha, but still five years, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, but he's been out for another five years. What branch was it? It was the infantry. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, awesome. I had a a grandfather that served over in Vietnam. Wow, yeah. He's been gone for 15 years now. Gotcha. Today's a, a, a great reminder to reach out and pat those guys on the back, those ladies and gentlemen, really, because we've got, yeah. you know, they're all given of themselves and they sacrifice so much. So thank you so much for doing that. That's amazing I, stuff, man. I, could, I couldn't imagine a mother being deployed over there. Ooh, I know. You know. And there are so many of them that do it. You're right. You're right. we got some strong families still holding on back here at home, waiting for their loved one to come back. So Yes. Yeah. Wow. 
Well, thanks, man, for for calling me this morning. I really appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Uh huh. Bye. Bye. So good. I love hanging out with y'all. I mean, seriously, I love hanging out with you, having fun, talking about the things that matter. And that was just a great reminder. Shane, thanks for that. And such a big heart, giving away all three gift cards to veterans today. That is awesome. Wow. All right, I'm going to hit some uh, some weather and some word of life. A few business ministry, in fact, partners will get your drive time devotion through here. And we'll um, get back on this car line competition. Sound good? All right, stick around. All right, I'm getting ready to take you back to history class. I think this is going to be really good. But first, I want to play a song for you. Now, this particular song has the same name as a flag that you will see flown or a sticker you'll see on the back of somebody's car. It says, Don't Tread on Me. Basically, that is known as the Gadsden flag. It features a rattlesnake coiled above that expression on a yellow background. And it was first flown on a warship in 1775 as a battle cry for American independence from British rule. Wow. So if you ever see that yellow flag, that yellow emblem, now you know what it stands for. And here is a song by the same name, by We The Kingdom. Don't tread on me. This is really good. Turn it up. We'll get your car line competition next. What a song. We the Kingdom, don't tread on me right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. All right, I've got your next car line competition question. Do you have what it takes to win three gift cards? One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. Let's find out. All right, we're going to take you to geography class. What's the capital city of Norway? Is it Rome, Madrid, Paris, or Oslo? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what is the capital city of Norway? Is it Rome, Madrid, Paris, or Oslo? 256-505-0885. Now, this particular question hits me hard because, see, I was recently at Black's Old and New in Arab. This is like a two-story. They've got booths set up. People are selling all kinds of things in this building, right? Well, I came across this little toy. It's meant for kids. It's a globe and it talks to you and it has this little test. It actually tells you the names of cities and countries and you're supposed to find it on that globe using the pen that's attached to it. And it senses when you hit the right one. And honestly, I thought I was pretty good at geography, but until I was asked a few questions by this children's toy, (laughs) I realized I didn't know near as much as I thought I did. Oh, anyway. So here's the question one more time before I hit another song. What, uh, let's see, what is the capital city of Norway? Is it Rome, Madrid, Paris, or Oslo? 256 505 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, Jeremy Camp getting started right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better and a little more fun. Well, I wanted to pass along a little information to you. You've got a pretty cool opportunity to honor some veterans today right here in our listening area. Yeah, I was perusing over at SamMountainReporter.com, and I found out they're having a Veterans Day program at Old Mill Park in downtown Boaz, put on by Jimmy Harris VFW Post 6837. Starts at 11 o'clock this morning. Ceremony is open to all veterans and members of the public. It's held to thank all veterans who served. 
and to remember them and their sacrifice. This year's guest speaker is retired Colonel Tim Riley. And I just got to look in at their Facebook page and it says this as well. Everyone is invited to stay for lunch at the conclusion of the ceremony. So there you go. Happening at 11 o'clock today. Again, that's going to be down in Boaz. So I just wanted to make sure you knew about that. All right. More great music headed your way. Plus, um, I think we might get a caller on this car line competition question. Hopefully we can. Here, let me go ahead and ask it one more time because I haven't had any calls yet. All right. Here we go. What's the capital city of Norway? Is it Rome? Madrid? Paris or Oslo. The number is 256-505-0885. Here's Micah Tyler, Walking Free, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, what's going on? Not much, just headed to work. All right, who am I talking to? Tracy Sanders. Tracy, all right. So headed to work, wanting to have a little fun this morning, huh? Yeah. All right, I, I hope you're brushed up on all of your geography, because we're talking about capitals right now, and... This one can be a little difficult. What's the capital city of Norway? Is it Rome, Madrid, Paris, or Oslo? Oslo. Oslo is correct. Congratulations to you. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? That's awesome. (laughs) I think it's awesome, too. Here's what else I think is awesome. I want you to keep one of these gift cards and give two away to two very special people. So who are they for you today? My fiancé, for one. I don't know what I would do without him. Yeah. And my grandmother. Oh. Tell me something special about that grandma of yours. She is my life. I wouldn't be where I am today without her. That's for sure. Wow. That's amazing stuff. Thank you for sharing the love here on the radio. That's awesome. All right. Let me grab your address real quick, and I'll get these gift cards sent your way. All right. Could I ask you one more question? Yes. What do you love about this radio station? Oh, it's so inspiring. I listen to y'all every morning like, on my way to work. It makes my day so much better. Yesterday afternoon, I was actually listening on the way home, and I heard that someone had left you a message saying the same thing, and I just connected so well with that. Like, y'all are, it's so inspiring, and it just brings so much love and light to my life, to my day, every day. Oh, thank you so much. You're the reason why we're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, Tracy, thank you for those kind words. That means a lot. It really does. That's going to bring us to the end of the car line competition for today. I didn't know if it would fly or not, but look at you. It did. It flew. We had some people call in and have some fun with me. A big shout out to everybody who played with me this morning. We did have some fun, didn't we? Kim Smith, Shane Phillips, Tracy Sanders. Wow. Good stuff. All right, tell you what, I've got two hours of show here, and I am going to get into a miracle story with you. Now, this has a few parts to it. So over the course of this next hour, we're going to hit it in uh, four different breaks, okay? So it's worth it, though. So if you have to step away from your radio, I would encourage you to please go to our website and tune us in online because you need to hear the story. At our website, 885JFM.com. Just click that On Now button, press play, and you can listen to us. But like I said, a miracle story coming up here on the show very shortly. I'll start it, and we'll kind of stretch it out throughout the hour. So stick around and get ready to have your faith just oh, build so much from hearing about a miracle. It's good stuff. 
All right, next up I got for King and Country, For God is with us. So it's easy to sing, but do you really believe that God is with you? That's for King and Country, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. And for some people, I don't know. It's like, I think we we kind of take it for granted sometimes. God is with us everywhere we go, but we kind of forget it, you know? We don't rely on him. We don't lean on him near as much as we should. We don't include him as much as we should sometimes, right? Hey, I'm guilty of it too. Let me tell you something. There's one guy who is so happy. God was with him through a very trying time. If you remember back a few months ago now, I told you about a guy who suffered an aortic dissection. Terrible, terrible medical condition, right? And this guy, I told you, was pretty important in my life. I mean, seriously, Brownsville Revival was some of the coolest music I remember from my childhood. I mean, it was huge in my life. When I started learning how to play drums at church when I was 10, it was Brownsville music that I was learning. Lyndall Cooley was a praise and worship leader at Brownsville Church, Brownsville Assembly of God down in Pensacola, Florida, where a revival took place from 95 through the early 2000s. It was crazy awesome. Lyndall, he's got a voice that just, I mean, there's nobody like him. Well, since the days at Brownsville Assembly, he has become a pastor at Grace Church up near Nashville. And so he's been rocking along, preaching. He's also been doing the praise and worship leading as well. I mean, how could he not? He's so gifted with it. And so he was rocking on along. I mean, everything was going great. And all of a sudden, back in September, I reported to you that something terrible happened to him, that aortic dissection. All of a sudden, he found himself in the hospital. It was a really tough situation. And I asked you to pray. And we did. We prayed here on the radio. I'm glad to report to you that a miracle has taken place. (laughs) And I'm ready to share a little bit more of this story. I'm going to let Lyndall do it. So recently, Lyndall was able to go back to his church. He's had somebody there filling in for him while he was recovering at home. And on this particular morning, it was a pretty big surprise for his congregation. Take a listen to how it went down. And this morning we have a special guest also, so I would like you to welcome uh, none other than, uh, well, Pastor Cooley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not dead. And so I feel so good. I wanted to come and just show you that I'm not an invalid. Five weeks ago, I had what's called an aortic dissection, which is probably worse than a heart attack because uh, my heart's clear, my veins, my arteries are clear. But when I was given an aortic dissection, let me give you an idea. If you're not on the operating table within an hour, you usually die. One of my worship team from Brownsville called me. She was a cardiac nurse. And she called me and she said, uh, I worked on the cardiac floor for 20 years in Sacred Heart in Pensacola. I've never, she's crying. She said, you're a miracle. She said, I never treated one dissection patient. I said, why? She said, they all died. They either die before they get to the hospital 
or they die on the table. You have to be on there without in an hour, or your, your chances of survival go down to 30%, I believe. Okay? Now listen to this. I didn't get on the operating table for six hours. I mean, what are the chances that I have a friend at Vanderbilt University? And what are the chances that this aortic di dissection is such a serious thing that nobody survives hardly? A few do. There are 30%. What are the chances that I got the best surgeon I could have possibly gotten to take care of me? What are the chances? It's the Lord. And then I heard stories about how those of you who came to the hospital couldn't even get in to see me. And you had prayer meetings in the waiting room. I don't know how to say thank you. You stormed the gates of heaven. You stormed the throne room, the very throne room of God, and brought me back. I kissed the face of death, and there's no fear. If you're afraid of dying, oh, you need Jesus. There is nothing at all to fear. Even in the middle of his testimony, he's encouraging people. Hear more about this miracle that happened. We're going to get into the next three sections of it throughout this hour. And I want you to stick around. Let your faith grow during this hour as you hear more about how God really came through. Here's I Am They. Waking up to a new sunrise. So we're in the middle of a miracle story telling you how God came through for a pretty cool guy. His name is Lyndall Cooley, and you might remember that name because he was so instrumental in Christian music, especially in the 90s. If you remember the Brownsville Revival, that church music made its way around to a bunch of our local churches, right? And Lyndall, he's moved on from just being a worship leader to also being a pastor at Grace Church up in Nashville. And recently, he had a terrible ordeal called an aortic dissection. We just got through the first part of this, talking about how he knew just the right people for just the right time, because he had a friend at Vandy who was able to help him, one of the foremost people when it comes to operating on people with aortic dissections. And he, he's just building our faith this morning, talking about how you know God set up the pieces before this thing went down to give him the best shot. So here is... Part number two of Lyndall's story. That's what's so weird. They looked at me and said, how did you get this? Because you don't smoke, you don't have high blood pressure, you don't have high blood sugar, and your veins are perfectly clear. The devil won't take me out. But the people of God said no. Welcome to the last days. Welcome to the last days. We are in the battle of our lives here. But guess what? We win. We win. We're not defeated. And your prayer has power. Your prayer has authority in the heavens you don't even know about. See, the devil is brilliant at masking your authority in Jesus. Because if he can get you to succumb to the situation in your life, then he can win just because you don't fight him. But when you turn in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, and you go, now wait just a second. 
I have a Savior whose name is Jesus, and he's given me authority in his name and power in his name, and I have authority over this situation. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. I break your back. You won't work against me. He didn't want that. He loves that meek little will. I don't know why. You have power given to you by your Heavenly Father, given to you by your Savior. Use it today. We'll hear more about this story coming up. When do we cling to our faith the tightest? It's when we're in a really tough spot, right? I know. I, I don't know why that is. But there's just something about being in a trying time where we know we can lean on God. And I hope that's not the only time we're clinging to our faith, but it's a really good time to do it, right? Well, let me tell you. The Bible says that God still heals. He has the power to do that. And so that's the reason why we pray for people who are sick. We ask God to touch them, to heal their bodies. And I've had the privilege of doing that with you here on the radio countless times. And I love doing it. Whenever I find out there's a prayer need, I always love just getting it out there. Let's join our faith together. And I've seen God work miracles through our prayers on the radio. And a while back, I told you about one guy that really needed our prayers. And that is Lyndall Cooley. Now, this guy, he actually is from Red Bay, Alabama. So kind of a local tie here. But you see, he was the worship pastor at... The Brownsville Revival that happened back in 95, from 95 to the early 2000s. And that Brownsville worship and revival music really took off across Alabama, across the U.S. I mean, these songs are still sung today. And Lyndall was leading that band. Well, since the revival, he's gone on to become a pastor. And a few months ago, I told you that he was in a really bad way. He just had an aortic dissection, which is kind of in many ways worse than a heart attack. And he needed our prayer. So I asked you to pray. And we did. We prayed here on the radio. And I'm glad to report to you that he has had a miracle. And there's a lot coming out of his story that can build your faith today. I've shared two parts of it so far. I'm about to share the third and we'll have one more after that. But I share this because I want you to understand that your prayer has power. I want you to understand that God still heals. And sometimes we have to ask him for the big stuff. He wants us to ask him for the stuff that seems impossible. Here's Lyndall with a little more of his story. Right in the heat of it. When he was fighting for his life. And how God came through for him. Take a listen. I was laying in the bed. And my wife put worship music on. And then my son had the word played on my phone. So I had the word, the Bible on over here and the worship over here I mean I couldn't lose and one night that I, it was very dark that night for me and I was having sweet communion with the Lord but I was I knew I was in a struggle for my life and uh, I heard these words of a song called Rescue which I never really liked but now I love by Lauren Daigle and it says, I will send out an army. And when she said army, I know y'all think I was on Demerol or something. I really wasn't. I was cognizant. I looked up and there was no roof on that hospital. And I saw the skies over Nashville. 
And I saw an army. I cannot number them. They were so vast. They were huge. They looked to be 9 to 12 feet tall each. They were massive. They were glowing light. They had a look on their face that if I didn't know they were there for me, I'd be scared to death of them. They had swords drawn. And I remember asking the Lord, I said, Lord, what is this? And he goes, that's who I send to rescue my children. And I went, are you kidding me? Why doesn't everybody know this? Well, you do, but you don't believe it. I saw it. Somebody said, oh, he's crazy. I'll give you a scripture. Second Kings 6, 15. Elisha realizes that I think it's Syria that's coming, in, coming around Samaria. They've got the place surrounded. Huge army. There is no way. His servant goes outside and he says, we're in trouble. Elisha, you better pray. We're going to die. How many of you are in a situation right now that if God doesn't come through for you, you're going to suffer some loss? How many of you are going through something with your family, financially, physically, where if God doesn't come through for you, you're going to lose? And you can see the enemy. And you know he's bigger than what you've got. He's bigger than the five rocks in your pocket. I came to give you some hope today. And verse 16, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city, horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? When you look out the window and the army that's against you is bigger than the one you think you have with you, and you're looking in your pockets and you're looking in within yourself and going, I don't have what it takes to do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? And he asked the servant, and here's what Elisha said. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And he said, go look again. And he goes out and he says, I see the hills full of chariots of fire and the heavenly host. You know, we've been singing that song, I'm in the Lord's army. It's not really true. The heavenly host is the Lord's army. We're the children of God. We're the ambassadors of the kingdom. We're the inheritors of the kingdom. We are not... God's fighters. We're here to impose the authority of the name of Jesus. We're here to impose the kingdom of God. They fight. And friend, when I saw them, I will send out an army to rescue you. I went, Lord, I'll never fear again. There's no way. That's who came in that hospital room. That's who rescued my life. When do we cling to our faith the tightest? It's when we're in a really tough spot, right? I know, I, I don't know why that is, but there's just something about being in a trying time where we know we can lean on God. 
And I hope that's not the only time we're clinging to our faith, but it's a really good time to do it, right? Well, let me tell you. The Bible says that God still heals. He has the power to do that. And so that's the reason why we pray for people who are sick. We ask God to touch them, to heal their bodies. And I've had the privilege of doing that with you here on the radio countless times. And I love doing it. Whenever I find out there's a prayer need, I always love just getting it out there. Let's join our faith together. And I've seen God work miracles through our prayers on the radio. And a while back, I told you about one guy that really needed our prayers. And that is Lyndall Cooley. Now, this guy, he actually is from Red Bay, Alabama. So kind of a local tie here. But you see, he was the worship pastor at the Brownsville Revival that happened back in 95, from 95 to the early 2000s. And that Brownsville worship and revival music really took off across Alabama, across the U.S. I mean, these songs are still sung today. And Lyndall was leading that band. Well, since the revival, he's gone on to become a pastor. And a few months ago, I told you that he was in a really bad way. He just had an aortic dissection, which is kind of in many ways worse than a heart attack. And he needed our prayer. So I asked you to pray. And we did. We prayed here on the radio. And I'm glad to report to you that he has had a miracle. And there's a lot coming out of his story that can build your faith today. I've shared two parts of it so far. I'm about to share the third and we'll have one more after that. But I share this because I want you to understand that your prayer has power. I want you to understand that God still heals. And sometimes we have to ask him for the big stuff. He wants us to ask him for the stuff that seems impossible. Here's Lyndall with a little more of his story. Right in the heat of it. When he was fighting for his life. And how God came through for him. Take a listen. I was laying in the bed. And my wife put worship music on. And and my son had the word played on my phone. So I had the word, the Bible on over here and the worship over here I mean I couldn't lose and one night that I, it was very dark that night for me and I was having sweet communion with the Lord but I was I knew I was in a struggle for my life and uh, I heard these words of a song called Rescue which I never really liked but now I love by Lauren Daigle And it says, I will send out an army. And when she said army, I know y'all think I was on Demerol or something. I really wasn't. I was cognizant. I looked up and there was no roof on that hospital. And I saw the skies over Nashville. And I saw an army. I cannot number them. They were so vast. They were huge. They looked to be 9 to 12 feet tall each. They were massive. They were glowing light. They had a look on their face that if I didn't know they were there for me, I'd be scared to death of them. They had swords drawn. And I remember asking the Lord, I said, Lord, what is this? And he goes, that's who I send to rescue my children. And I went, are you kidding me? Why doesn't everybody know this? Well, you do, but you don't believe it. I saw it. Somebody said, oh, he's crazy. 
I'll give you scripture. Second Kings 6, 15. Elisha realizes that I think it's Syria that's coming in, coming around Samaria. They've got the place surrounded. Huge army. There is no way. His servant goes outside and he says, we're in trouble. Elisha, you better pray. We're going to die. How many of you are in a situation right now that if God doesn't come through for you, you're going to suffer some loss? How many of you are going through something with your family, financially, physically, where if God doesn't come through for you, you're going to lose and you can see the enemy and you know he's bigger than what you've got. He's bigger than the five rocks in your pocket. I came to give you some hope today. And verse 16, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city, horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? When you look out the window and the army that's against you is bigger than the one you think you have with you, and you're looking in your pockets and you're looking in within yourself and going, I don't have what it takes to do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? And he asked the servant, and here's what Elisha said. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And he said, go look again. And he goes out and he says, I see the hills full of chariots of fire and the heavenly host. You know, we've been singing that song, I'm in the Lord's army. It's not really true. The heavenly host is the Lord's army. We're the children of God. We're the ambassadors of the kingdom. We're the inheritors of the kingdom. We are not... God's fighters. We're here to impose the authority of the name of Jesus. We're here to impose the kingdom of God. They fight. And friend, when I saw them, I will send out an army to rescue you. I went, Lord, I'll never fear again. There's no way. That's who came in that hospital room. That's who rescued my life. I send out an army to find you in the middle of the darkest night it's true I will rescue you now your word of life today comes to you from Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 in the New Living Translation of the Bible two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed yes they can Let's talk about that for just a second. Because when two or more are gathered in Jesus' name, he says, there I am in the midst of them. Wow. So when you gather together, when you pray, oh my goodness, that's powerful too, isn't it? So when we come together, that's a beautiful thing. I think we were made for relationship. How about you? Yeah? Well, hey, why don't you share that word of life with somebody in your life today? We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. That's also where you can go to listen to us. Whenever you're away from your radio or outside of our listening area, just click that on now button, press play, and you're good to go. Well, this morning we're talking a little bit about a miracle story. And I love this. 
You see, a while back, I told you about this guy who really needed our prayers. His name, Lyndall Cooley. And the reason why I know the, the guy is because he was the worship leader at Brownsville Assembly of God in Pensacola, Florida. If you remember, a huge revival started there in 1995. And it went through the early 2000s. And the music that came out of that church, oh my goodness. Some of the coolest worship music I've ever heard. I grew up playing it, right? Even for my senior trip, that's where me and my mom went. <laughs> we went to Brownsville Revival. I got to see Lyndall do his thing. And it was amazing. Good stuff. Well, since the revival, he has become a pastor at Grace Church up in Nashville. And a few months ago, I told you that he really needed our prayers because he had an aortic dissection. In many ways, that's worse than a heart attack. Yeah. For those people who have it, lots of times if you don't get on the operating table within an hour, you have a 33% chance of survival. And Lindell didn't make it on that table for six hours. So by any conventional wisdom, the man should be dead. But he's not because... We joined our faith together with countless others across this nation. And God heard those prayers. So far, we've gotten into three parts of his testimony. This last one I'm about to play for you. But I just want to remind you, if you want to hear them all, if you had to miss any of them, you can go back and listen after the show on our podcast, 885JFM.com. Click that Lifeline podcast in the main menu. Now, just a little more proof that God still does miracles here's Lindell. and i want to tell you something god just gave you a miracle and he gave me a miracle and i wanted to let you know that you're asking for way too little as these final days ramp up i know the world's dark i know politics are crazy there's a real struggle right now i'm gonna i'm gonna get back up but i have to tell you this i hope i don't come across as a lunatic but the lord talked to me you get near death, he'll talk to you. And I kept saying, Lord, what's on your heart? And he said two things to me over and over. He said, behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. Behold, I come quickly. I'm coming quick, way quicker than people know. And the second thing he told me, he says, my church doesn't love me the way they ought to. And he sounded desperate. But then he said with confidence, but my bride will. What you're feeling in the spirit right now is the transition from the church to the bride. And the Bible says the bride has made herself ready. She's put on her garment. She's ironed out the wrinkles. She's gotten rid of her personal sin. Some of y'all, your biggest battle is you got a bunch of sin that you're hiding and you're trying to get victory over. You've got victory over it. Stop it. You've got victory over it. Stop doing it. Amen? So I want you to be encouraged. He's coming quickly. His reward is with him. I love that. We need those stories to build our faith. Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Don't lose heart. Another sleepless night. Free and hope comes with the morning light. And right now you're feeling like you've lost this fight. And fear is screaming out your name. 
I've loved telling you about this miracle story all hour long about Lyndall Cooley and the aortic dissection and how God really came through and gave him a miracle. But I would be remiss if I didn't play for you one of his more recent songs. This is Lyndall Cooley and one of my favorite songs. It's so good. A guitar solo in here. Oh, it's awesome. Here it is. We declare that your throne will last forever, Lord. We declare that your throne will last forever, Lord. That song right there is one of my absolute favorites from Lyndall Cooley. Your throne will last forever. Hey, we're celebrating that victory. We're celebrating that miracle he got. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Every once in a while, you find somebody that just brightens up your day. I mean, they walk into a room and it's like, ah, instant sunshine, a breath of fresh air. And tell you what, when you find them so young... Oh, it's quite exciting. This little girl's name is Charlotte Ann Tucker, and she wants to encourage you today. Take a listen. Oh, and gosh, you look amazing. You do. You look amazing today. Sometimes a compliment like that is all it takes to make your day. Hope you're having a great morning so far. And thanks for those kind words, Charlotte Ann Tucker. You can find her over on TikTok if you want to hear a little more from her. Hillary says she's done trying to make everyone else happy during the holidays. How about you? Are you right there with Hillary? <laughs> Let's talk about that coming up next. So I saw a picture recently and it said, this is my Christmas tree. And it showed a picture of an outdoor shed. Why? It said, well, because this is early November. It's not time for the Christmas tree yet. <laughs> I don't know where you stand on that. Maybe your house is already decked out in the tree and all of the, the holly, all of the ornaments. Oh, there's a lot of stuff to bring out to make it feel festive, right? Or maybe you're waiting until, I don't know, maybe the day after Thanksgiving. But it seems like we're in a transition period right now. If you notice, as you're driving along today, you're likely going to see some uh, fall banners along those street lamps. And you're going to see some of those Christmas lights already strung up. It's kind of mixed messaging, right? But right now we're in that holiday season mode. For a lot of people, well, it's a little too early to get everything all decked out. For others, nope. Let's go ahead and do it. I'm ready. <laughs> but here's the deal. With the holiday season comes a lot of stress. And for Hillary Doyle, she says this year, things change. This is the year I set firm boundaries. This year, I simplify. This is going to be the year that my goal is to bring as much joy back into the season as I can possibly muster. And if that causes disappointment and hurt feelings, well, sorry, but I'm not sorry. Wow. What do you think about that? Do you identify with Hillary? She says, for starters, we're staying home for the holidays. All of them. No longer will I commit to dragging my young family across three states in an effort to factor everyone in with our presence and time. You see, my young family doesn't travel well. These kids don't sleep well in their own rooms, much less at somebody else's house. So these long road trips, well, they just cause tired and crabby kids <laughs> and parents. So she says, I'm not dealing with the contention about how much of our time we spent where and with whom. I've tried repeatedly and apparently I failed based on all the complaining and grumbling to our faces and behind our backs. Ouch. So, she's staying at home. She said, you know what? Folks are more than welcome to pack up their adult selves and make the trip to visit us in our home. 
I'll even prepare a simple but festive holiday meal. If we don't have enough space, I'll look into renting the Airbnb house just up the street. But we're staying put. And the door is open. Wow, she's sticking to her guns, huh? Here's the second one. She says, I'm not dragging out and putting up every bit of holiday decor we own. Our house will be reasonably festive, and I intend to save myself from days worth of setting up and then tearing down all the decor. So there you go. Two ways that she is reclaiming the holidays, bringing about a little bit of joy and de-stressing. So I wonder if you could use the same kind of resolve as Hillary today. Tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and put this article up on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. It's from an amazing website. They have so many good articles. Her View from Home. So you can go over there and check it out on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. It'll be there in about 30 seconds. Right now, it's Danny Gokey and Corin Hawthorne with We All Need Jesus. So I'm sure you've noticed a lot of people are sick during this season. Yeah, I was just doing a little research and found out that actually the state of Alabama is not faring too well in the flu department. You see, we are one of three states across the nation experiencing really like high flu volume. Right now, it's Tennessee, South Carolina, and us. So with that in mind, there are a few precautions that we can take to make sure that we're giving ourselves the best chance of not getting the flu. Yeah. But really, they're saying this is the highest flu activity that we've seen this early in the season since 2009. Crazy, right? So, of course, they recommend that you get a flu shot. And that makes sense, right? So, but who needs a flu shot? Well, right now, young people age 5 to 24 have made up the highest number of outpatient visits with in the southeastern region and uh, Jefferson County here in the state reporting the highest number of visits last week so here we go who needs to get the flu shot well everyone over six months old can get it they can help prevent against the virus uh, the vaccine is especially important for adults age 65 and older and children under five pregnant women people with weakened immune systems and people with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or heart and lung disease so those are the people who really need it. Now, what can we do besides the vaccine, besides the flu shot? Well, the CDC recommends avoiding close contact with people who are sick. When you're sick, keep your distance. Stay home when you're sick. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you're coughing or you're sneezing. Wash your hands often. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, or mouth. Practice other good health habits like cleaning and disinfecting frequently. Touch surfaces. Getting plenty of sleep, being physically active, drinking plenty of fluids, and eating nutritious food. So those are all the things we can do to kind of help ourselves along to keep from getting the flu. But I know a lot of schools have had to go to remote learning because of all this sickness lately. So here's hoping that you are doing well and that you've been healthy so far. And you know what? We'll be praying for you here at the station that all goes well. It's one of those things we've got to do our part to make sure that, hey, we're giving ourselves the best chance of staying healthy through this season. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Here's Casting Crowns. Who am I? On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Well, when I was a kid, I remember whenever I was over at my granny's house, I would notice the East Bay catalog. You see, growing up, I didn't live with my mom and my dad. They weren't together. So whenever I went to granny's, I got to see some of the stuff that dad had around the house over there. 
So the East Bay catalog I loved because as we inched closer and closer to the beginning of school each summer, I'd thumb through that catalog to find a nice pair of shoes, and I'd wish for those. Very rarely did I find them, (laughs) did I actually get them, but hey, I was making some wishes for sure. Well, I was just checking out the East Bay catalog, and you know what, there are a lot of nice shoes out there, and I'm looking to get some because honestly, these I'm wearing right now, they're Skechers, they're size 14s, they're 4E, so they're extra wide, and I've had them for a few months. And with me, um, let's just say the odor in the shoes is not very nice. (laughs) So it's time to get some new ones. I was just looking at some. There's some high dollar shoes out there, aren't there? And some people, they really love designer shoes. I don't know, like Air Jordans. But here's the deal. Not everybody's into that kind of stuff. You know, what I think is expensive is like, you know, 80, 90 bucks for a pair of shoes. I think that's almost too much to spend, right? But for some people, these sneakerheads, as they're called, they love those high-dollar tennis shoes. And so they'll go for those Jordans. They're works of art, they'll call them. And they collect them, right? Well, it depends on your perspective, what you think is expensive. Because while that person loves some Jordans, there are some people out there working every single day who have safety in mind. And they have to pay a pretty penny for those shoes so here's a little perspective for you i saw this and i chuckled just a little bit take a listen to this there's really dudes out here that think it's some kind of flex to buy a 200 dollars pair of jordans <laughs> do you know how many of us are out here trashing 300 dollars work boots that we have to replace every eight to nine months so a little perspective goes a long way right here's colton dixon build a boat right here on the lifeline morning show I've been wandering through the desert Ain't seen a cloud in forever over me Alright, well, I guess we better get back to the music. But first, a little tease about what I'm getting ready to talk about. There is a very inspirational young lady that came on the scene uh, way back. Well, when she was only 14 years old, we've been seeing her smiling face, and she's become very inspirational over the years. Her name is Sadie. It was Sadie Robertson, but now... There's another last name there. She's married. And a little news coming from the Sadie Rob Huff camp. Plus, a little inspiration about ministry and how you can get into ministry like she is. Huh. How neat is that? Stick around. I'll let her share it with you. Coming up right after this. We are messengers. Maybe it's okay. Right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM. Making your day better. Could you imagine being in the spotlight as early as 14 years old? Well, that's exactly where Sadie Robertson Huff found herself. At the time, just Sadie Robertson. You remember her from a show called Duck Dynasty, right? She's got this just amazing smile, great personality, and guess what? She is very, very inspirational. As that show took off, so did her career. Not not just in reality TV, but in actually being able to speak to people, to encourage people, to inspire people. That's what she's all about. She started a movement called Live Original, and that's actually the name of her website, liveoriginal.com. And you've likely heard that she's spoken at different places, even around here. And when I think about inspirational people of the younger generation, I would go to, I'd have to say, for the guy's side, uh, probably Tim Tebow. And for the ladies' side, Sadie Robertson. Yeah, she's just 
that good. She has a great way of really, I think, relating with the younger generation. And she's got such a cool way of of talking about faith and talking about Jesus. And I absolutely love that. Well, a little news from her camp recently. You know she's expecting baby number two. Yep, another May baby is coming this next year. Uh, she already has a one-year-old. Her name is Honey. And I remember when she was pregnant and all the the huge uh, congratulations when Honey was born. And it was really cool stuff. But this girl is always pouring into other people. And I found a clip of her talking about ministry because a lot of people struggle with God's call on their their life, thinking maybe he's called me into ministry. Well, Sadie has a really cool way of explaining how to get into ministry, and I bet you it's a lot simpler than you ever thought it was. Here, take a listen to her. People always say to me, they say, Sadie, I want to do ministry. I feel called to ministry. How do I start doing ministry? And I always say to them, this is going to sound super simple, but you just start doing ministry. Like, there's, no, there's nothing to it, because ministry is not a stage, because ministry is not a platform, because ministry really isn't even a job title. Ministry is who you are, it's what you are, and it's where you are. Get this, no matter who you are, what you are, where you are. It's always happening. It's always before you. My ministry moments, for me, better not just be moments on the stage. It better be the moments in the grocery store, the moments in, with my friend group that I have over to my house on Wednesday nights. Like that's where ministry happens. And it's not just for them, it's for me. It's like Jesus is in the boat, Jesus is in my house, Jesus is in wherever I go. So wherever I go, there's a moment for ministry because Jesus is with me. And when you start to realize, oh, Jesus is in my truck, Jesus is in my boat, he's at my job, he's at my sorority, he's at my fraternity, he's at my sports team, he's at all these places because I'm there. Every moment is a moment for ministry. Wow. How good was that? I love the way she's able just to talk about even the complex stuff, you know? Again, a big congratulations to her and to her husband, Christian Huff, as they have announced they're going to be having their second baby. Coming up in May. <laughs> Here's the afters. Lift me up. That's going to wrap it up today for me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. A big shout out to all of our veterans and active military and their families. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. You mean an awful lot to us. And we couldn't be free without you. So thank you. I'll see you right back here on Monday morning from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. I can't wait. I'll see you then. Have a wonderful weekend.